where all the latest in music, fun and laughter. <laughs> Not forgetting your favorite music stars. This is the On Music with Matt podcast, where we get all the answers to your music-related questions. Big pod show today. Paxton Felix is on, and I get to reveal the full celebrity Will or Rubbish leaderboard. And Ariana Grande and more make it to music in a minute. Hello, and welcome to the On Music with Matt podcast. My name is Matt Zola. Nice to have you listening today. So, every week, I get to chat with some of the biggest music stars from SA and across the world to find out how music has changed their lives. It is really fun conversations with lots of laughter and literally no pressure. And we're even halfway through through season one and i can gladly say that we've had some amazing artists joining the platform i know i've said this a lot and i said quite often but i really really mean it when i say thank you so much for being part of the journey and if you are new i'd just like to tell you that hey how about you subscribe so that you get brand new episodes as they drop so alrighty, paxton Paxton Feelies, a.k.a. Pax. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. She's one of the most successful Idols winners of the past few years. She has topped multiple radio charts and has two summer nominations under her belt. And she did this just before she could turn 20. That's wild. Very wild. But I stand a queen and that's why we have her on the show today. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the podcast, Paxton. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I wanted to, you know, to pull like a proverb thingy. And then I realized <laughs> that uh, I'm not equipped enough to do that. But it was going to be very nice. Like, Paxton. <laughs> yeah, he has a way of, of saying people's names. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, man, Paxton, your journey, your musical journey has been one that a lot of us in South Africa and the world have experienced a lot. Um, yours was a, I call it a defy the odds type of thing. Because when you when you entered Idols, there was this whole thing that, oh no, she's young, blah, blah, blah. She must wait, she must wait, she must wait. Yeah. And you legit really defied the odds. But before we get into that, right, uh, just tell me about yourself as young Paxton growing up in around Cape Town. Um, and how music played a part in your life during the, your early days of your life? Well, I started singing around. I was really young. I think I was like five. I was probably six or seven. Um, yeah. I started singing in church. Sounds super cliche, mm -hmm. but yeah. <laughs> I sang in the children's choir in my church. And when I yeah. was seven years old, I got my first solo. And I wow. think that's, yeah, I think that's when we realized, oh, there's, there's something there, you know, we can work with this. And ever since then, ever since that experience, I've just, I, I feel like that experience just elevated my love for music to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. Like I just, yeah, I was so passionate about it and I knew that that was something that I wanted to pursue from a very young age already because my, mm. my family's a very musical family. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people who play instruments, who sing, who, and this is all in yeah. church. So being surrounded Ooh. by people who love music inspired me even more to, to pursue it, mm. you know? So yeah, yeah, that's where it started. And, um, I sang at my primary school assemblies. I, you won't believe yeah, this. Queen. I actually sang, <laughs> I sang high school musical songs. <laughs> <laughs> I sang well, high school musical songs and I forced my yeah. two best friends to sing with me because I didn't want to sing alone, but I was singing the loudest and it was so I, weird. I uh, wish I was your best friend <laughs> so I can sing alone. I can sing to high school musical songs anytime, any day. Anytime, yeah, I was, day. I was like, I don't know, on top of the world. And then I decided yeah, to yeah. go to an art school. So I went to Bella mm -hmm. High. I wanted to go to an art school because I wanted to study music further. Um, mm. And then I joined an a cappella group in grade 8, 9, and 10. Um, mm -hmm. And that for me was really exciting. And that was also around the time that Pitch Perfect came out. So I felt like that was a yeah. movie. <laughs> yes, Queen. I love but I also, I, love I also learned a lot from all the other ones. Because I think I was the youngest mm -hmm. one in the group. So I learned so yeah. much from, from everyone else. Um, hmm. And yeah, I did music. 
Um, my music sir, Mr. Jenico, was such a gem. He always inspired me and motivated me, and he he always pushed me, you know. And mm-hmm. I always said, yeah. "Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that." And he would say, "Just try it. Just try it. Just try it." And even in practicals, I feel like that also helped shape uh, me mm-hmm. as a singer. So yeah, yeah, I was in I was in the Cape Town Children's Choir, um, my church choir till the age of fourteen. Yeah, um, that's when I started grade eight, and then yeah, I did music at school, and then I dropped out in grade eleven. <laughs> <laughs> to go on to the competition and yeah, yeah the rest is history. <laughs> man, man, man. Basically, you've been singing your entire life. You know, and, it, I and really it's very interesting. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. It's so interesting how it's been a progression since then. Yeah, I can honestly say that. It's always, the passion has always been there. You know? mm-hmm. Your journey on Idols was how the world was introduced to you, Paxton. Um, I listened to a whole lot of Cape Town radio and I don't live in Cape Town. I live in Durban. Oh, cool. And I listen to a whole lot of Cape Town radio, right? So I was first introduced to you when I'll tell you, I'll tell you a lot. I'll tell you just now. Um it was towards the I think it was like mid part of the competition or towards the end of Idols. And that's when I was like, all right, no, let's let's take a look at Paxton because Cape Town radio and Cape Town was behind you 100% they were like she is representing us and she has to win and it was just amazing to see what they did for you but let's go back to the day you maybe told your parents that mommy I am going to audition for idols did you tell anyone or you just decided to up and go or what did you do you know what I've always Mm -hmm. me and my two friends (laughs) Uh, high school friends Tristan and Kyle. Yeah. Um, we mm-hmm. always spoke about it, but we we're like, mm, and then we were finally of age, yeah. and we were like, oh, we should maybe try it out. And I was always the one that was like, nah, you guys go, I'm not gonna do it. And my mom has been wanting yeah. me to enter competition since I was really young, so, so no, I, no. I didn't want to tell her because I knew she would push me to go. Um, and then one mm-hmm. evening, one Friday evening, the, the day before the auditions, um, my friend Kyle, he decided to go, him and Tristan, and um, he called me and he was like, just come with, just come with for support, just come and support me, yeah. just come, the experience will, <laughs> will do you good, you know? Um, it's a chance of a lifetime. Yeah. I was like, uh, at half past nine in the evening, I decided, okay. Let me try this out. And they picked me up. And that was when I told my mom, okay, I'm really going to go now. Sure. And she was like, go for okay. it. Let me, keep me posted. Let me know. And and what was so yeah. hot, like it touched me that she didn't even think about it twice. Because obviously there hmm. is that fear of it's not safe. And, you know, you young mm-hmm. kids. And, you know, because we stayed like mm-hmm. throughout the night to, to get an early spot. Sure. And, a nice spot in the queue because people were queuing from the night before already, yeah. so it was so crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there was no doubt in her mind, and, and I I went, and yeah, yeah, things things hmm. changed from from that Friday night onwards. <laughs> man, man, and they did so. And then obviously you. I think like you are one of the most unforgettable people that we've had on on idols. Um, Because to be quite honest, your your journey was like so amazing. And going back to this, um, how I I say for me, you legit defied the art. And the the best way for me to kind of describe that, um, I'll use a lyric from Taylor Swift's song, Cardigan. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. And... I feel that was the thing that they had for you. It's like you were like the underdog and they were like, no, you are young, but you you knew that you could do it and, and you did. So for me, that was like mind-blowing and it will always be mind-blowing and I really love when young people defy the odds and do things that people say, oh no, they can't do. So obviously when you, 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 you went into idols, as you said, you dropped out of high school. You're in grade 11 yeah. then. Oh, how how was the decision? How long did it take for you to decide? What did your family say? What was going on behind yeah. the scenes when all of that was happening? Well, my yeah. family was very supportive. I think 
after I got the audition and after we saw the auditions play on air, like on TV, that's when we knew, okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to have to make a decision because it's getting closer to lives and, you know, I need, yeah. to, I need to figure something out. Um, and because I was already yeah. through, there was no doubt in my parents' minds that, you know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and it felt so right indeed, it indeed. felt so right it, it was like destiny and it's crazy because it yeah. was such an overwhelming experience for me because it, I, I never yeah. felt that way about anything before and mm-hmm. I I had to go for it and you know my school backed mm. me all the way we obviously had to we obviously had to you know see what the advantages and disadvantages would be and how to work around it um yeah because obviously mm-hmm. i i also wanted to you know complete my schooling and make sure that i would be able to do mm. well at that time i thought i could do both you know but yeah <laughs> it's yeah. so hectic I, I don't know how anyone else does it like it's yeah. so hectic but yeah everybody was really supportive um we did take, put a lot of consideration and thought into it, and I'm I'm glad we we did what we did because it the turnout was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was nothing short of amazing. Period. And obviously, then as you said, it was just before the lives, and then the lives started. Uh, one of my absolute favorite performance from you was um, when you performed "Listen." And I remember Somizi lost his mind. Uh, Unati, everyone <laughs> legit lost their mind. I want you to tell me about some of your favorite live performances on Idols. Do you know what? It's crazy because a lot of people actually say that's their favorite. And I yeah. look back at my performances and I'm, I cringe. I'm like, could have done that better. Could have done. Why is my face like that? Like, For real? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, how did I win the show? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm a perfectionist, so yeah. I'm like, okay, you makes know. sense. Makes sense. Um, but I think my favorite performance would have to be, yo, oh, I think it would have to be somewhere with the rainbow. I think mm. that was a turning point for me, and I think I pushed myself a lot creatively for that yeah. performance. Yeah. Um, it was very whimsical and very euphoric, and it yes. was just like I was in a whole different space, you know. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, that was that was a beautiful performance. That mm. was the only one I was like, okay, I did good. That was the only one where I was like, okay. <laughs> interesting. This is very interesting. This is very interesting to hear. Yeah, right. I don't even remember most of them to be honest. Every time it pops up on YouTube, I just scroll past. I scroll right past. I'm like, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. So, are you trying to tell me that you have not went back to watch your own performances? I have. See, okay. the thing is, when we were when we were in the house, we would mm-hmm. always after a show, we would always um, watch the show back um, yeah. in the house, and we'd mm-hmm. all watch each other's performances and stuff. And even after the show, I I watch, you know, now and then. But mm-hmm. uh, it just it, now it just makes me. I'm just like I'm proud of myself, but I'm like I don't want to think about it. I don't want right. to even go yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was. It's, it was an incredible experience and it's it's great to be able to see the growth mm. um, myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's great that other people noticed it as well. Hmm. So I'll, since now that you've spoken about the house, I was going to speak about that. You know, you, you had to like leave your, your normal life, uh, basically leave your family, your friends and go live in a house with strangers you know people that yeah. are, are not just strangers but there are people that as much as you might make friends within the house at the end of the day you guys are all competing how are mm-hmm. the like the dynamics living you know in the idol's house if i could say i think with my season it was amazing um mm-hmm. we were all really supportive of each other um and yeah we we got along really well yeah. Um, well, I can speak for myself when I say I got along with, with <laughs> yeah. quite a lot of people. Yeah. I was very quiet and I was always in my room. So I wasn't really, you know, the, the social butterfly, but okay. there was no beef or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. And also, I think because I met, I met one of the contestants, I met Crystal at Theatre Week. Mm-hmm. And 
he kind of became my my shoulder to cry on. That was no, cute. He, he, yeah. he became that anchor for me. So mm-hmm. um, just having him in the house also helped a lot. Um, Because I already built that relationship with him, mm. so that was great. Um, but yeah, everything was everything was cool. Everybody was nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just so, hated the the waking up at six o'clock to go to the gym. That was horrible. <laughs> Wait, do you guys have to gym every day? <laughs> uh, I, I honestly can't remember, but I know that we had to go to gym, oh and my we had a trainer and. At first, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool!" Like you know, <laughs> and then after a while, it's just like, "Oh my god, I cannot do this." Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was great. I think they tried their best. Their team really mm. tried their best to keep us, you know, strong physically and mentally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because the show can be a lot. It can be a lot. True. True. It is. It is even a lot for us. Like for me, who's not even part of the show, who's just sitting at home watching and supporting from the other side. Like I can't even imagine how it is for you to perform right in front of millions of South Africans, go back mm. home, and then have to wait for an entire week for results. And like there is like no way for you to know whether am I going home, am I not. So it yeah. must really be nerve-wracking, not knowing where you stand, wasn't it? Um, I think for me, I, I, my mindset, like going into the competition, going in that mm-hmm. house, was just like whatever happens, happens. If it's supposed to happen, it will happen. You know, I, I wasn't, yeah. and it wasn't really about uh, the last thing on my mind was winning. Obviously, mm. you know, we all wanted to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. but for me, the experience was was more valuable. You know mm-hmm. that, that that I can no one can ever take that away from me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was really nervous, especially mm-hmm. when when it was like close to showtime. I would get yeah. really really anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I always told myself, no matter what happens, you're gonna be good. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what happens, you're gonna be good because it's such a huge platform. You know, it the is, show provides such a huge platform. So whether you make it to the Ten, or whether you make it to the top five, you know, if you make a name for yourself and people really like you, mm-hmm. um, then you know you can you can build something off of that. Yeah. So at at which part of the competition were you like Paxton? You might win this because obviously the I guess as human being you get to a point where you're just like okay we're so close to the finish line I think we're gonna cross the finish line first. Yeah. When was that moment for you? I think when I made it to the top two, mm-hmm. uh, you you should actually watch this. Uh, they actually created a meme of my reaction <laughs> <laughs> when I found out that when they announced, because they announced my name first, yeah. and I died. I literally died. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is going on? Am I in a trance?" <laughs> so um, that was like, oh. That was the moment for me where I was like, okay, this is getting real. Like this yeah. is getting really, really real. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think definitely that that moment. Mm. And the the night of the the finale, obviously, is top two now. Um, I just want you to just go through the last moments. The last moments really is when Proverb already has, you know, the winner in his hand. And that 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 very dramatic music starts going, playing. Everybody at home is praying. Everyone is like hiding. What yeah. was going on in Paxton's head? Those few seconds before your name was called. Man, I was just—I was obviously very, very nervous. Yeah. It's also the music that they play while you're I waiting. I know, it, right? Like, gets you <laughs> on edge. <laughs> I know, I know. It gets you on edge, and uh, I think the music just made it worse for me. Um, but just seeing my family in the crowd, you know, crossing their fingers and, and just like shouting my name—that that was like really a, a great magical mm-hmm. experience for me. Just mm-hmm. knowing that they were there. Um, Gave me the strength to be like, you know what? I did good. I came this far. I did good. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. I did my best, and that's all I can say. Hmm. And then they announced my name, and I couldn't believe it. I don't think it kicked in. You know, it only kicked in like early last year. You <laughs> lied. I was like, oh my word! <laughs> I was like, oh my word! 
because i never really had time to reflect because it was mm. such a crazy whirlwind after i won it was like okay you got this to do you got that to do you got this to do and it's just been 2018 was like the busiest year because it was just mm-hmm. book 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 and i was really grateful but i think early last years when i could just pause for a minute mm-hmm. and reflect Mm-hmm. And then it actually kicked in, and I was like, "Oh my word, Paxton, you won the damn show! <laughs> you did win the damn show! You did win the damn show, man! It was there's crazy. so much, yeah. There's so much to chat about. Obviously, after winning the show, you continue to do even more amazing things. Um, you are, you are like a, you are a chart topper on a different level. It's crazy. We'll chat about that in the next couple of minutes. We we'll chat about your album. We we'll chat about. Being a I don't know a summer awarded artist, a, a, a nominated artist, we'll chat about all about that very very soon. But I want us to break away quickly and play a game that I call Celebrity Real or Rubbish. Um, it's my favorite thing ever. It's very easy. You are going head to head with all the other artists who have been on the podcast. We are chatting about the likes of Lee Cole, the likes of Philippa, Skywonder, uh, the likes of. Kali J Myers, who is at the bottom of the leaderboard, but it's very, very easy because I have 30 seconds on the clock, five questions for you. These are music and pop culture related. I've made them very easy and tailored made for you. And they have to do with things that I expect you to know about either yourself, your music or music in general, right? Okay. And all you have to tell me, Paxton, is whether what I'm saying is real or rubbish. Okay. Do you have any questions? I'm going to suck at this. I already know. Because I forget oh the lyrics no, to my Paxton. own songs, so. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it my best. I'm trying my best, okay? All right, yeah. I'll just be happy that I do not uh, uh, include any of your songs. <laughs> so at least now you can you can be a bit you, a bit more excited. For you. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I'm ready. All right, so your 30 seconds, Paxton, begins uh, now. Paxton, is it real or rubbish that the weekend has two nominations at next year's Grammys? Uh, rubbish. Is it real or rubbish that Good Company is your most streamed song on Spotify? Real. Is it real or rubbish that if you search Paxton on Google, the first things that appear is Paxton Car? Is it real or rubbish? Rubbish? I hope. It's actually, <gasps> real. It's actually real. Is it real or rubbish? Angfuni lyric video has over 2 million views. It's real. <laughs> it is indeed real. Paxton, is it real or rubbish? Bonus question, your 30 seconds is over. Is it real or rubbish? Thankful for all the different ways I can eat potatoes was one of your last Instagram captions. So real. I just had to share that with the world. It is indeed. <laughs> oh my goodness. There you go, Paxton. You got 80%. You are legit towards the top of the of the, the, the table. Woo! You are not at the bottom. You did way better than you thought you would. <laughs> oh my word. I can't believe when you search my name, it says Paxton Core. Like... Paxton, it's 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 one of the things that are that there's like Paxton car, Paxton boyfriend, Paxton uh, net worth. People oh my word! People like things. So, talking about potatoes, since you say you, I, I'm a massive fan of potatoes. I you love can mash them, you potatoes. Can roast them. Oh, I love it. Mm. I think it's like mm. my favorite vegetable. Same, same. If if I could eat potatoes every day. I think I would, and I would not even have a problem with that because potatoes. Are Do you know what? I can't even make food, but I'm talking about oh, the different <laughs> ways you can make potatoes. I should say the say different way other people can make potatoes. I mean, if I go according to a recipe, you know, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. But like starting from scratch, oh, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> so. so and who makes food for you? What do you do? What do you? What kind of food do you make for yourself then? Um, a lot of two-minute noodles, um, porridge, okay. takeout okay. when I'm feeling okay. lucky, um, mm-hmm. snack which. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I yeah. I try my best. Like I think in lockdown, that's when I was like very experimental. I was like, you know what? I'm oh, feeling yes, ambitious. I'm feeling lucky, and <laughs> I actually know how to make a pot of curry now. I know how to make a pot of curry, nice. cake malay, nice. and I know how to make a pot yes. of tomato biryani. So, I, well, I only mm-hmm. learned all of my faves, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also it was a bitchy of a circle, circle, but I, I managed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know how to make muffins. 
I think we were nice. all baking this lockdown. I just see so many people <laughs> we baking. We were all chefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, that's that's my best right. for now. Oh, and I can make potato salad. Yeah. Definitely. How can you not make potato salad? Come on. So let's talk about one of your songs, which is my favorite. There's a lot of songs that are my favorites. I'm sorry. Uh, let's talk about one of your songs, which are my favorite. Demonstrate. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> let's talk about uh, Demonstrate. Um, how was it writing it? And how was it when you just saw your song, your baby, go out into the world and it to be received so beautifully? So... You know what? There's a really funny, dramatic story about this one. So, um, you know, when you make it to the top three in the competition, they usually, um, then you can get a debut single. So, the label provides them with a debut single. Or if you have something written, you can provide them with that and they work around it or whatever. So, I was not a writer. So, I got the single, I listened to it and I was like, hmm. I can work with this. However, we only had, yeah. I only had a few hours to record it. And I, I sure. literally got the song the day before. It's because everything needs to happen within the span of a week. So I was like, yeah. okay, what am I going to do? So I was winging it for most of the song. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was sick. I think I was sick that day that I went in. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I don't know what happened there. I, I don't know, but the choices make sense. So, you know, as long as it mm-hmm. makes sense. But yeah, so, um, yeah, that, that, that's the tea. But yeah, the single was, that's the, the single was really well received. Um, I think it's also yeah. because it's so young and fresh. Um, and it, it speaks is. to my target audience. So, you know, yeah. that was a bonus. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. I can tell you by the time the single came out, it was during my radio days because uh, I was on campus radio. And one of the best things about campus radio that people don't know is that basically you can just play whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and most of my shows were made up from my favorite songs. <laughs> I would do that too, so, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I would literally so do that. I would. I think I played Demonstrate every day. <laughs> what? Every day? I did. I did. I I most of the play demonstrate every day on the radio because it's just like I'm jamming to it. I listen to it on radio. Listen to it on my way going home. It was just one of those things when it came to demonstrate. I was obsessed. I'm sure people are sick of the song now. They're just like, oh, we've had enough. (laughs) Uh, Well, there there was nothing they could they, they they could do really. I was just like I was in it. I was just in it, and it was just that. Um, and then obviously you continued working, man, and releasing music and i'm gonna talk quickly about angifoni which also i'm sorry to say i played it every day on the radio <laughs> on the radio as well uh, because it was it's 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 such a catchy song thank you it is it i, I think for me it, it captures it captures you a lot because mm. i'll tell you why i say that um i realized that even your your latest single which we'll chat about you are a very self-aware person right you like for me, you come across as like a very self-aware person. You know yourself. You know, you know what you stand for. <laughs> she says to try. You know what you stand for, and, and so forth. So for me, Angifuni was like, okay, all right, now you know we 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 getting Paxton because the lyrics put a leash on your man, put a leash on that man. Let's let's talk about Angifuni man because here we are, two point one million views later on on YouTube. It's it's massive. It How was it just you know writing that song? What inspired that? Whose man was not on a leash? What was going on? (laughs) Do you know what? People (laughs) always think that I write from personal experiences. But they need to keep in mind, I was 17 when I started working on my album. Whose man was I now asked to put on a leash? Oh my word. But you know what? I had such a great team. And um, Tima Reese, she wrote for me. She helped me a lot Mm -hmm. with the writing. Um, and it was actually her idea to put some, because I, I told her, do you know what? I want a spicy song and I want something mm-hmm. feisty, sassy, and I want something unexpected, yeah. but I also want a lot mm-hmm. of people to relate. I wanted them to be able to relate to it, you know? So, yeah. um, she wrote this piece and I was like, I like mm-hmm. it. 
but I think it needs something extra. And you know, funny, funny fact. Um, and I don't think I've ever told anyone this, but I, I was actually, yes. I thought of doing another. I wanted to include another language, like just a phrase. And at mm-hmm. first, I was gonna go with mm. Spanish, but then, I, then I was like, but I'm South African, that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, Timo was like, "Why don't you try Zulu? I know a lot of Zulu friends who can help us with, you mm-hmm. know, pronunciation, just so that we don't offend anyone, um, and mm-hmm. we can just, you know, come up with a line and and see where we can place it." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Hmm, that's a good idea." And I was so scared. Mm. I was so scared because I didn't know people were gonna receive it because it's not my first language. It's not my second language. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't want to offend anyone. Um, but I wanted mm-hmm. to show that I I can do different things, you know. And I, I appreciate yeah. our culture. I appreciate the languages yeah. and the ethnicities, and you know. So yeah, and I yeah. thought that would be so unexpected. That's like the most unexpected thing to do, and yeah, it worked. It actually worked for the song. Um, I think yeah. it added a lot to the song as well. It was just like that mm-hmm. cherry on top, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I had so I had so much fun recording that song in the studio because I had to you know try and put myself in that person's shoes mm-hmm. and I had to like you know yeah. just to so that people will be able to feel that sassiness that you know when I say don't mm-hmm. be so spicy like they had to like feel it you know <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah so <laughs> it was really fun that was that was a really fun song to record. And I'm I'm really mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still overwhelmed by the love that it receives. I'm they still play it on the radio, and every time I'm in the call yes, yes. and I hear it, I'm like, oh my word! Like I so freak out. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, that's really beautiful. And obviously, your your album then you know came. This is me in 2018. Uh, you teamed up with the likes of Trezor, teamed up with one of my faves, Craig Lucas. Um, Carl Deitch was also, uh, you know, on 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 the album as well. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the, the entire writing process because you know it's it's you you're just fresh out of idols and now you you know you have to like produce an album. How was it? How long did it take? And which songs are like your favorite from the album? Oh, that's a tough question. I can't choose a favorite. Um, I would have to say, <laughs> oh, 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 do you know what? Where Are You Now was my favorite. Mm-hmm. But then we mm-hmm. recorded Kista Hayes last because um, Trezor was really busy mm-hmm. and he could only come into the studio that time. So when he came in and we just we just vibed and I heard the song yeah. and I was like, oh, this might be my favorite. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Anki Funi is going to be a hit. That I knew from the get-go. Even though I was anxious, true, true. I was like, nah, this is going to be a, a favorite. But Isla Hayes was like the underdog song that was like the, mm. and I was like, oh, that used to be my favorite, but now I can't choose. Mm-hmm. I really can't choose. But the writing process was was in- incredible because I learned a lot from Tima. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really into writing that much at the time, yeah. but um, yeah, it was yeah. it was really nice. It was such a nice experience because I learned a lot from everybody. Um, even production, um, the producer, you know, um, it was really yeah. nice um, to see that other artists also supported me, um, and just working with other artists as well. That was an incredible experience because I feel like every artist had something new to teach me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was a really great experience. It was just hectic because we I wanted it to come out like. Soon, soon. But I also wanted to take my time yeah, yeah. because I I didn't want it to flop. I wanted it to be a project that that speaks to who Paxton is, and you know I wanted mm-hmm. it to be a project that I will be proud of and that yeah. will help people. That will kind of give them insight of who I am um, as an artist as well. So yeah, I took some mm-hmm. time also because I was really busy. Like I said, twenty eighteen was a really busy year for me. Um, but you know yeah. we had to we had to do it. You know. It was mm-hmm. it was one of my main priorities. Um, so yeah, mm. when we released it in June on the first of June, I died. I couldn't believe it. I was so <laughs> proud. I was so proud because I yeah. never in my yeah. life would have thought that I would have had a debut album come out yeah. so young. You know what I mean? It was a huge achievement. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a huge you know achievement for you because. Um, 
you were nominated for best pop album and also for newcomer of the year how uh, now i was gonna lose my mind <laughs> but I, I want to know about you when you when the nominations came out and how did you find out what were the celebrations what the heck was going on i literally if uh, everyone knew before Died. i did i live under a rock and i don't answer my phone <laughs> and oh, wow. i literally saw on instagram and i was like this can't be true wow <laughs> i got tagged and i was like is this photoshop are people pranking me like what is this like just be honest yeah. you know and they got a call from my yeah. team they were like congratulations and i was like ah! i died I'm so happy. You died. I love it. I love it when you say I died. <laughs> I was so no, I I nearly passed out. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so so happy. I just it's yeah. it's really nice to know that people see that you're working hard and they they appreciate that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just mm. shows that something is I'm doing something right, you know? Um mm, yeah, mm. and the my supporters were were so loving and so supportive and you know they were also hyped up they were hyping me up mm-hmm. before the before the song Obviously. was ready and I was like guys we can't be doing this yeah. there's no jinx yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what just being nominated but... was in itself like crazy mm-hmm. that was a crazy mm-hmm. experience and twice ha huh. yeah god really exactly. showed me that twice <laughs> You're like a gold status artist. You have a lot of songs that have went to I mean, number one. I mean, I wouldn't really say um, that. Let's chat about. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you can't say it yourself, I'll say it for you, right? I'll legit just say it for you. Let's talk about Smother, right? Because I know you have a very like close relationship with Craig Lucas, who's also one of my ultimate faves as well. Uh, let's chat about Smother, the song. Uh, when the two of you wrote the song two of you recorded the song and then went to see the song just yeah go crazy on radio so how how was mother, how was oh, it? that's my baby that is oh i'm so proud of no. that project um and i'm really happy that craig got yeah. involved because he had he just came out of the voice as well which is crazy we actually yeah, from yeah, the same exactly. hood basically and we won <laughs> the competitions in the same year and he just came out and he mm-hmm. had smother on his debut album but as you know there was no collab or anything mm-hmm. and um he dm mm-hmm. me he slid in my dms <laughs> and he was like you know no. what i really want you on this project and it, something like this has never been done before where a winner of the voice and a winner of idols Col- yeah the exactly nobles, yes. so i was like Do you know what this is going to be iconic let's do it <laughs> and i was so nervous mm. because i just wanted to the song was already great and it was so well received and i i had yes. that thought mm-hmm. in my, in the back of my mind like what are people going to think are they going to like it are they going to say the original was better like you yeah. know but i was like i can only do my best and you know hope for the best and you know the fans latched onto it and they loved it and i think just the synergy mm-hmm. the chemistry between me and him in the studio was crazy it's crazy it was really really crazy yeah. so crazy that i had to get him on my album <laughs> 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 yeah but he's he's but... such an amazing musician and i i honestly learned from him all the time mm. like he's so inspiring mm. And so he he really motivates me. His work ethic is is yeah. immaculate. <laughs> so yeah. You, you wrote a very yeah, you wrote a very long as Instagram post on a day. You're like, I'm just a girl from Bishop Lavis with a passion for music who can now say she's a gold-selling artist at the age of 19. Man, God is real. I want to say a big thank you to Greg Lucas for Uh, getting me on the track i felt so connected to it before the collab even happened and to be part of such an amazing project it is really such an honor to jet rotate um you really captivated so many people with the song and helped so many people out of toxic situations thank you you went on and on and on and then you you kept it up with we went gold baby i don't even remember posting that, that. i was probably in my in my feelings yeah, <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, I know I'm in David E. Wood, but I was copying the feelings. Yeah, yeah. As you said, that the original was amazing on its own. And then the collab came and the duet was just as amazing. It was crazy. It was amazing because I remember how long did the song last on um, KFM charts? I know it was at number one. Yeah, for, for the longest time. Long I don't it? even know. <laughs> but for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, guys were, you guys were really making history, you know, when it came to like radio charts with that song. You weren't playing Yeah, games. no, we weren't. <laughs> But it was very unexpected. It was very <laughs> unexpected for us. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Craig. Mm-hmm. I can speak for myself. But yeah, no, it was amazing. Yeah. It was such an amazing um, mm-hmm. outcome. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to just chat now about your, your latest song, Undeniable. Um, yeah, well, uh, let's, let's chat all about it. Um, it's, it's, it's very new, still spanking new. It was out like a couple of weeks ago. Um, tell me all about it. I'll tell you something about it as well. But well, this is, I always <laughs> call it my confidence booster. This is like a confidence yeah, booster more. song for everybody. Um and it's yeah. a hype you up kind of song, you know? Um mm-hmm. and this yeah. song is basically just about someone stepping into their power and, you know, being confident about it and and realizing their worth and mm-hmm. their potential, you know, just having surety within themselves yeah. and just being able to pat themselves on the back and say, you know what, I did good. Because I feel like this year has been so overwhelming mm. for everybody. Um, yeah. And true. sometimes we feel like we didn't make pro- enough progress or, you know, we didn't mm-hmm. do as much as we, we wanted to do. Um, but you know what, yeah. no matter what, we did good. And we should acknowledge that. So you remember at the beginning of the podcast, I said something about you. I said, for me, you, you come across as a person who's like, self-assured you know who knows herself and so forth i mean remember? it's still a journey but yeah i remember yeah so for for me really like um undeniable really ties in with everything that that i said because uh in an article that i wrote for uh the portal i said self-awareness right has always been part of this idol's winner and she brings it nicely to this new track the song is about being courageous being confident and um being bold with a little bit of sass and knowing it's okay to give yourself credit once in a while and then in the song she repeats the word not your average girl over like the flirtatious beat for me it's just the song you know undeniable for me it's just that song it it just says i'm that girl period and i love it yeah i mean do you know what even if you don't believe it when when you are at home and you dancing in front mm. of the mirror. You look at yourself and you mm. say, Do you know what? I am that bee. I really am. I am mm-hmm. a queen and period. I should be treated yes. as such. And I will treat myself as such. Yes. Period. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Period. There's no other way. No other way. So obviously the song is out. Um, the music video as well is also out, correct? Uh not yet. No, not yet. We're still working on it. So it's only the li- also the, the lyric, lyric video, the, the yes. video is like the only one. I want people to All know right. the words so, first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so tell me quickly, because one thing that I realized I was on your YouTube recently. Uh, you seem to be, and and also on your Instagram, you seem to be very into uh, skincare. You know, and I, I, are you, I, are you low key dabbling into being a skincare? Uh, what what on YouTube? Do you know what? That's also something that that's also something that lockdown. <laughs> kind of brought mm-hmm. to me um yeah mm-hmm. i had a lot of time on my hands but also uh, skincare <laughs> is also very important and i never took it seriously i never really True. had the time to actually think mm-hmm. about it um but yeah i yeah. love i it's so interesting for me and i always feel like there needs to be a like under all that makeup you want to make sure mm-hmm. that you have a good foundation and you know what it's not so much mm-hmm. having perfect skin it's just having healthy skin, you know? Um, true, so, yeah, true. I'm totally into it right now. <laughs> and I'm trying mm-hmm. my best to take care of my own skin. It's tough because I'm only I'm that. only starting on this journey. I only started like a few months ago, so I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure out what works for my skin. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it also, it's also skincare for me. It's also just a way of meditating. 
because it's it's like when I have mm-hmm. time to myself and I can reflect and on my day and you know just take care of myself and yeah, yeah love myself. <laughs> hmm. So before we get into you know the the big question of how music has changed your life and we go into the fan questions before that, out of as much as yes, I I, I kind of asked you this question, but now you are legit almost forced to answer. Uh-oh. Out of all the all of your songs, each and every song that you have made, each and every song that you've recorded, each and every song that you've been on, which of them are you like, ah, Paxton, baby girl? <laughs> You were in your element. <laughs> you were in your element, yeah. Which one is that for? I you? would have to say the most recent ones, Undeniable and Good Company. Mm-hmm. I would have to say like, yeah, because that this is kind of like a rebranding moment for me. So I want my my supporters mm. to to grow with me, you know. Um, mm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the phase that yeah. I'm in right now. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, fan questions quickly. Uh, Banim Gaga wants to know, um, how has your journey been like uh, after SA Idol? It's been a rocky journey, but it's been an incredible mm-hmm. journey. Um, just knowing that mm-hmm. I have you guys to support me and show me love and knowing mm-hmm. that these people that appreciate yeah. what I do motivates me to do what mm-hmm. I do and do it even better. Every time I do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been mm-hmm. it's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Bilon Tanzi wants to know. He says, please ask about Mtogozisi. Do you guys still speak? Oh no, we don't really speak. We don't really keep in touch. Um, but mm-hmm. you know what? I wish him all of the best, and I hope that he's good and you know safe and healthy and yeah, all the good stuff. I love a queen. I love a queen. So tell me quickly now, how has music changed your life? Definitely for the better. <laughs> music, <laughs> <laughs> music has changed my life in a way that is unexplainable. Yeah. You know, people always say mm-hmm. music is you know a universal language, and that's why I'm so indeed. I'm so thankful that God gave me a gift that that is global. You know, it's something that can be understood and yeah. something that will be appreciated globally and and something that will help so many mm-hmm. people um because at the end of the day all i want is for my music to bring joy to other people um and for my music to touch mm-hmm. other people um and yeah. yeah if i can do that then you know what i did i did my best and i did my job um but yeah it's been it's been incredible it's been amazing i use this watch it's the- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's okay. So now that you've mentioned that, uh, you know, it's 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 global and so forth. Remind me, I know there's a country that you went to, uh, and you sang, you sang for its queen or its president or its prime minister. Which country oh, is that? Sweden. Yeah, we performed for the royals. Yes. <laughs> tell me, tell me about performing for the royal for the royals in Sweden. You know I almost forgot about I that. Literally, <laughs> I still can't believe that that even happened. Died. I I really died <laughs> on my way to Sweden. You decided to pass away. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was it was I just like so incredible, and also just knowing that I'm going there for a good yeah. cause, and and meeting all of these mm. young kids with incredible stories and. If meeting these these young, I, I can call them influencers, but also pioneers who who want to change the world for the better. Yeah. Like that was just really motivating for me. Um, and yeah, it was just a blessing. It was really a blessing to be able to to meet the royal family. And yeah, it is liquor. It was it was indeed like indeed to be quite honest. I really I, I wish you all the best. It must be very nice. You know, being you, being as young as you are, traveling the world, and just living your dreams, man. Yeah. Like, not a lot of people have that. So you know it's amazing. what? You you know, there's a saying that yeah. says, "The higher the tree, the stronger the wind." I don't know if that is true, mm. but I've definitely experienced it, and mm. that's why I say I try and be as transparent with my supporters, even mm. if it means you know through my music. Mm. Um, because it's not always unicorns and rainbows. Um, they are really tough times, and there's a lot of, you know, things that us 
musicians deal with um, that people don't get to see. Yeah. Um, but everyone is really supportive of each other, and I think our fan bases we really、mm. depend on them to give us that strength.、Um, so yeah,、mm-hmm. it's it's just been. It's just been a blessing to be able to wake up and know that I am doing what I love and I love what I do every single day, even though it gets tough and it, it gets confusing、yeah. and you know anxiety is through the roof and you know you, we have our bad days, but just knowing that we have people that support us and support what we do、um, mm. makes it all better,、yeah. you know, and and it gives us that strength、yeah. to just get up and start again, you know. I have two words for you, and those are "I died." Such a legend, Paxton is, and I thoroughly enjoyed this chat, and I hope you did as well. On to music in a minute now, where I tell you some of the big news、uh, that caught my attention, and I'm like, "Hey, how about you know about it?" So, how about you start the count? So, Ariana Grande has teamed up with Doja and Megan Thee Stallion for the remix of the heavily sexual "34:35." I can say this. I feel like the original is better for me. I feel like this current song is missing something, but nonetheless, I stand my queens. And moving elsewhere, Olivia Rodrigo dethroned Little Mix with her song "Driver's License" to earn top spot on the UK's official chart. Right, so "Driver's License" debuted at number one, making it the biggest opening week for a number one debut in nearly five years. The last song to nearly do this was Zayn when he released "Pillow Talk" many, many years ago. And on to some more serious notes and closer to home. So DJ Fresh and Euphonic right have been relieved of their duties at commercial radio station Nine Four Seven after a case of rape has been opened against them. This is not the first time that DJ Fresh has been accused of rape, and Euphonic has had a violent history towards women. Well, either way, the pair has refused to comment further. Okay, you can stop the count now. That's it for music in a minute. Some of these news exclusive to the podcast. For more, you can click on musicwithmat.com. Hey, what's up, man? This is Chucky Chucks. And catch me on the next episode on the On Music with Matt podcast. You know him from Good Luck. He's now breaking away from the band to focus on his new music journey. He is on the next episode on Monday, so do make sure that you subscribe to be one of the first people to get the episode as it drops. So Paxton did quite well on Zuriti Bulo Rubbish this week, however. That wasn't enough to dethrone Boskasi. So as it stands, Kylie J Myers is at the bottom of the leaderboard with 40%, followed by Liko. Fun fact: Liko's episode still remains the most listened to podcast episode. King 98 is just ahead of Liko, followed by Retabile and Felipa. All these artists got 60%. Right? This is where it gets exciting. The top three stands like this: Skywonder moves to third place. Paxton. Cements herself at number two, and Boskasi still reigns supreme at the top spot. With about seven more artists still to join the podcast, do you think Boskasi will ever be dethroned? Tweet at On Music with Matt to let me know what you think. All right, and that's it for this week's episode. Check out OnMusicWithMatt.com for exclusive music content and our socials for the latest. Remember to share this episode with your faves and tell them to subscribe as well. So for myself, Matt Silla, until episode ten. Take great care of yourself. If not, let the music take care of you. And that is how we wrap up yet another episode on the podcast. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday when you wake up. For more, click on musicwithmatt.com.